2: Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with Muck Delivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the Talk Sport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered. By fans.
0: It's a wild a wild goal. it beyond
2: Fodringer, And the millers are in front of the South Yorkshire derby. Oh. And for the first time in 42 yes. years, yes. Rotherham United win at Bramble Lane. On
3: the edge of the box and
0: he can hit them, and he does. Oh! Oh! Secured their championship
4: status for next season. Do me a favour, drop me off in rather. Hello and welcome back. This is New York Talk, the Me i podcast. We are back daylight, day late, sadly, uh, but we're here. Uh, you know, we're not, not going to skip this one. Uh, we are still going to preview the Yorkshire derby, a trip to the West Yorkshire on Saturday. Leeds United, the next one for us to try and beat. Uh, Mick, uh, how are you doing? All good, mate. Thank you. All good. Are you? Yeah, I'm all right. I'm all right. Joy's back with us. How are you doing, Joy?
5: Fine. Thanks.
4: Good stuff. <laughs> Tom, how are you doing, mate?
6: Yeah, good. Mix bueno. Yeah.
4: So it's not since deadline day, Tom. Did you, you record all right from that?
6: No, that was horrific. <laughs> it was such a stressful day, evening, weekend. It was awful. And <laughs> take me back.
4: Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, we uh, will preview the show, preview the game tomorrow. There's a few other, obviously, bits to talk about as well. Um, and yeah, we will do so. Um, I know some people may be watching the Wednesday game, so I hope their protest went well tonight. Because um, <laughs> they lost a few games, so it's, it's time to protest, as, as you'd expect. Um, so good luck to those guys. Um, <laughs> we'll cover a bit more detail, Mick, but let's just generalise where we are at right now. Um we are twenty-seven league games without an away win. Mm-hmm. Um if we don't beat Leeds United, that will be as from what I can understand, it will be a club record of consecutive games without an away victory. Um eighteen to one, I think I've seen. Does that sound about fair? <laughs> <laughs>
3: um yeah, yeah, it's not great. They're not great odds them, are they? To be fair. <laughs> I think it should be a bit longer than that. Given the, given our away record and the... Their home record and the the value of their squad. So Mm -hmm. um, you never know, dear. You never know. I think we do.
4: (laughs) 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 I think we've got a good idea. I think we've got a pretty good idea. Um, Well then, joy. Football is one of those sports that strange things have happened. If we beat Leeds tomorrow, it won't be the strange result. We probably might be the strange result this season, but it's not the strange result we've ever had. So it's it's within the realms of possibility. Is, is the best way to put it, I think.
5: Uh, a snowflake in Hades, I think, is probably more likely. Um, but like you say, you can never say never, can you?
4: No. <laughs> never. Uh, Tom, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling a lack of positivity from the right of the screen. Uh, can you give anything, Tom?
6: Um, they went into... They they played extra time against Plymouth. Thank
4: you. Yes. We've got it.
6: We've got it in the bag. We just gotta run at them harder. That's it. Just run at them a little bit harder. But yeah, yeah. I, I, you can say never because it's yeah <laughs> never. If we yeah. do, it, it'll be some absolute. Have you seen? Um, I don't know if anyone keeps in touch with this, but on um on Twitter, there's like a or X. There's a supercomputer predictor, and it's actually predicting us for a one 0 win.
4: I think it's broke That yeah I think it's
6: predicted us for a 1-0 win for the past like six weeks so ah. you know <laughs> I think it is genuinely broken <laughs> it's stuck yeah um, yeah is that um, from
5: mixed school of uh, you know <laughs> choosing the outcome of the game
4: yeah i back yeah, at one
6: basically.
4: <laughs> basically yeah um there will be only around six hundred people there. I'm gonna we'll save Mick until later for this. Joyce, um, forty-five quid ticket, six hundred eleven. I think Paul Davis reported that's been sold. It's a shame because, it, like I say, if, if, if not not many people would have said um, if you know make it thirty quid, 20, what some thirty-five, even thirty-five quid, something like that, you'd be probably seeing the allocation fully sold out for for a Yorkshire Derby. Um, it's just a shame, really, to be honest
5: yeah it is particularly for those that have never been to that particular mm. ground. I mean, I don't like Ellen Road if i'm mm. honest i just i think it's horrific to get to and from and it and where they put you in the away bit it's horrendous it, it's second only to the rust bucket down the road I think to be you know <laughs> honest yeah. it's not you know once you've been uh, you know it's one of, not one of those that I think you'd want to go to regularly if you've been a couple mm. of times. You know it's not my favorite away ground and even though i think the last time i went there we did it was an evening game and we won one nil uh one nil <laughs> uh and then you know so who knows but yeah 46 notes is a bit ott isn't it particularly mm. a cost of living crisis that we're having you know yeah. i'm i'm a pensioner as well now so uh yeah, there's no way, even even the pensioners' rates are astronomical no. too. So, I not mm. to hide into nothing, charging that sort of cost for a game. And mm. um, you know, the fact that we're not on a particularly good run of a waveform form at the moment yeah. means that we're not going to be beating a path to Leeds, are we?
4: No, I mean, I think, I think if we were sixth in the league, I think few people might, few more people might turn up. Um... I think this doesn't help where we are. Um, Nathan Crossley says it's worse than Hillsborough. He thinks, and for me, QPR is the worst away end in the division. I know Wednesday's Wednesday's horrible. But QPR away end is terrible. I hate the QPR away end. Uh, but there we go. Um, Richard Brown says, "Is monogramming scumbags too harsh?" Uh, <laughs> I don't know, Tom. That's that is. What? Why me? It's, it's not, <laughs> Well, <laughs> it's odd because what you often see, what, what I, the thing I got from Leeds fans was that it's essentially a supply and demand kind of thing, that Leeds fans would just pay 45 quid. So basically it makes good business sense apparently to do mm. that. But then this is probably a club that probably spend 300% of their income on, on yeah. wages. So
6: yeah,
4: it's business, good business depending on which side of the club you look at.
6: Yeah, I, just, I think it's interesting that the Premier League away is capped at 30 quid. Mm yeah and as soon as you charge over that then you know it's it it just seems illogical i think that yeah. i know it's 15 quid less so it's a bit more manageable but 30 quid even is you know a significant fee for any club especially if mm. you get in how many we, would we have gotten down to you know 2000ish maybe less maybe more who knows um i might have been really optimistic there um but you know if you if you get if you decrease the price by 15 pounds i know it's overall you're losing a lot but for a club of, of that stature, it's I, I don't know. It's peculiar. It's it's just a weird thing to to have one one set of rules for the Premier League and another set of rules for the rest of the English league. If it's capped at thirty quid, it's capped at thirty quid universally. And the fact that any team charges over thirty quid is part of the issue. I'd I'd assume. I don't know. It's it's weird to think of football in a business sense because. That's the road that it's going down, but it's it's not it's not a great road to, to talk about. I I, I don't I don't know. It's it's weird. I think if we charged forty five quid, I, if the shoe was on the other foot, so to say, and they're in a good position, I think they would have sold it out. And I don't know. It's it's weird, but I completely understand people who haven't gone.
4: Yeah, um, Mick, any thoughts to add on what you've already mentioned in the past?
3: <clears throat> no, not really.
4: Um, it, you know it. it...
3: We've still got we've still got Leeds supporters trying to justify it, and trying to blame blame Rotherham United for it, which is just stupid, you know. Um, claiming it claiming it's a reciprocal pricing agreement, which it isn't. Yeah. Uh, it's a it's a reciprocal. You you give us something, and then we'll give you something. It's not the same. Um, if it were if it was a true reciprocal pricing agreement, they charge twenty seven quid, like what we did. Mm. Um, so uh, the, the the bottom line is, as Tom said, there you know, forty five quid towards a championship football match uh, that is not reasonable under any circumstances, whether it be home or away, it's just not reasonable, and and that seems to get overlooked, doesn't it? Because it allows it allows the opposition and the number of our supporters to to have a pop at our our own club mm. um, when we've done no wrong, mm.
6: we're
3: charged we've charged a very, very reasonable price to them coming to our place because they want to charge at what is, I don't see how it can be argued against, an absolutely extortionate price for the championship football. We're bad ones. It's just nonsense. It's absolute nonsense. Um, and if Leeds fans are stupid enough to want to pay it, then go and pay it. Um, I did notice on, um, in Paul Davis's article in there was some mention of a protest. It was a, it, it, almost yeah. as if it's like an organised "we're not going." But well, it isn't, is it? It's not organised. Oh, yeah. And the fact that we're from South Yorkshire and we don't pay money for, <laughs> don't pay stupid money for stuff. If, if they yeah. want to do that over in West Yorkshire, that's entirely their choice, isn't it? Um, but we don't do that here.
4: No. No, and it's not. I I'd, well, I'd, I'd assume it's not. If anybody's organized something, I'm unaware of the organization. Yeah, I I mean, paying.
3: Let's uh, be fair, even Chancery, even Chancery, Mr. Moneybags himself, didn't charge anywhere near that this season. Correct. And unbelievably, he made more money than had he charged 40 quid a ticket.
0: Who'd have thought yeah. of that? Huh?
3: <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. there
4: you go. Um, Harry says it on I follow. or people. Uh, so people can watch. Or is it, you know, it's audio only. Three o'clock. There's, there's, during the blackout, so there'll be no no game, uh, no live game to watch. Uh, it would have been good if the club had done like like a beanbag kind of thing, you know, for lounge or whatever, something like that. It would have been quite good if they could arrange something bearing the the prices. But it is what it is. Uh, we didn't want it
3: live for Leeds, would not it? That.
4: Yeah, well, that's what, I, that's what I thought. I mean, really good. Charge thirty quid though. Charge you know, charge a normal price for it. Uh, what we could
3: do is we could all put for we could all put forty quid in a bucket. Go down to Curries by a big telly and a dodgy stick and put it on your car park the
6: <laughs> <laughs> Just just that'd be quite funny.
2: Yeah, people
6: 25 quid to get in.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like yeah. it. I, I right could see on. a plan formulating. It's a shame <laughs> we thought about it this late on.
4: Yeah, <laughs> <it is. laughs> um a couple of bits of news today. The one big one, well biggish one, it's not big, is it? There's squads have been announced basically. Harry sums it up by saying, bye-bye, Ayala. Just a shame we had to register <laughs> a 16-year-old so we could get the free agent. Yeah, Daniel Ayala's not registered in the squad, along with Andre Green, because he's in, he's out till October, I think. Um, he played four or five games, Joy. Half of those resulted in a red card. Um, <laughs> it's just another ga- It's a gamble that didn't pay off. It's another, sadly, for Matt Taylor, because obviously he, he brought him in. It's a gamble that didn't pay off for Matt Taylor, and... I've probably had to pay his wages between now and the end of the season as well. It's just one of those disastrous signs, I think, that we'll look back on in a few years' time.
5: Unfortunate, though, it's it's not the only one, is it? No. Yeah. Um, and, you know, the fact that they all mount up, you know, it's not just Mr Ayala or Senor <laughs> Ayala, is it? It's, it's one or two others we could add to the list. Mm. I wonder how much money we've actually wasted this year. You know, with our, uh, yep. director of football uh, in his recruitment <laughs> hat. So uh, yes, um moving on swiftly. <laughs> you win I, some, you lose some. In yeah. uh, in our case, we seem to just lose some.
2: <laughs> yeah, we do sadly.
5: Yeah,
6: exactly. uh, yeah. I, I don't know. The, the The squad list was a weird one because. I know that Ayala's is probably out for the season, which makes sense. And yeah. we have to bring in that 16-year-old, which makes sense. You want nine subs. But the thing that got me was, okay, Bramall has been playing all season, but Rich has come out and said that he's going to struggle to make the end of the season. Like Hypothetically, there's this deal going on with Crocs, yeah. and he's leaving to Salt Lake, I don't know, for a significant fee, which you'd assume yeah. to be three, five million. And we, we've got a 20% sell-on clause, so what, we're getting like a million from that? And <laughs> hypothetically, you leave Hall out, you leave Bramall out. With that million pound, you can go out and get a free agent for half of that on a wage that yeah. at least they'll play some part. You know, not saying that I don't like Bramall or I think he's not good enough, whatever, but if he's physically not going to play until the last two games of the season, you'd rather ship keep him out for his own sake and, and brings, I don't know, it, thinking about obviously there's so many moving parts and it's all going to yeah. be a, a difficult thing for them behind the scenes. But all it talks with five minutes to go, hold on, if this happens and that happens, and then we can maybe do this. And I, yeah. it seems like a bit of a bizarre decision to fill up the entire 30, mm-hmm. 25. 35, 30, <laughs> 25. Why did I say 30 anyway? I <laughs>
4: Uh, but you're right because you could have added him, so if You didn't let's say, let's say, you include Bramall and Hall because we don't know when they're going to be back. And, and only yeah. named 23, you could have mm-hmm. added Bramall and Hall at a later date, assuming yeah. they got fit again. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's an interesting uh, point, mate. We,
2: it's,
4: <laughs> Matt Taylor was very keen to use the free market, he used it twice with with Tyler Blackett and Ayala. Uh, mm-hmm. One more session. <laughs> and Lucas. Yeah, and Lucas. Yeah, um, okay. yeah mate. It's just, I uh, don't know. Interesting point. It is. It's a shame. It's a shame that uh,
3: um tenure with us turned out as it did, because he's um, a quality footballer. There's no doubt about it. He's a quality footballer. Um, and and he's a, he, he can be a leader on pitch as well. Uh, unfortunately, his head just wasn't there, was it? Um, so, yeah, he, in hindsight, it was a mistake. You know, had you not got those red cards... Than arguably, it possibly wouldn't have been because, um, like I say, he's, he's certainly got a, bit, a better quality about him. But yeah, I'm not particularly sad to see him go just because of the liability that he became. Um, and, and obviously, like you said, the injury is such that he probably wouldn't have played again anyway. So yeah, um, so yeah uh, it is a shame that we've not left the space free, though. I'm surprised at that. I'm really surprised at that. And, and you would have thought that had we have the opportunity to dip into the the, the free agent market, you know, if something comes along now. We 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 scuppered, aren't we? Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Unless we could drop one
4: out, let's fix once
3: It's yeah. in it's in.
6: Yeah. Well, we did. We managed to with Green, didn't we? But that was because yeah. he was.
4: I don't know what they did for that. But I don't know how they got around that now. No. no. Um, so,
6: but look at Wednesday. Do... Sheffield Wednesday. I
4: think, think Sheffield Wednesday named twenty-two players. I think uh, with with space yeah. for a free agent and space to bring a couple of players they've not named in the squad. Mm. Um, as well Danny Roll and I, so, Um Do you not think it, it
5: smacks of we've thrown the towel in?
4: Accepted as fate.
6: Yeah.
2: <laughs> I think there we did that. Idea. That's the case, it, isn't it? Yeah.
6: I don't know. It Maybe. I think... Uh, I, that's that's your first thought, isn't its is that They're not really, this is it. This is the squad. This is the wage. Everything that we get from now on is going to be used in whatever league that we're in, mm. League One, but whatever league that we're in next season is whatever we've got left over now. So if we do end up getting the Crux money or Ayala, we stop paying his wages for whatever reason, all that money is not going towards anyone else. It's just going to go towards next season, which might be a financial decision or mm. it's just yeah. Yep. It's obvious you know, we can easily sit on the external and go, Well, why the hell didn't we leave someone out? But it's it's easier said than done, isn't it? So mm. It is.
4: Um, let's move on to a bit of team news. Uh, Shane Ferguson sh- is back available. Essentially, uh, he could. We could see Shane Ferguson back in the squad. We did see Cam Humphries back in the squad last week. Uh, and obviously, we had the three three Wyke, White, and Syriki, uh on the bench. Make that's mm. from a week ago. or from, well, from before the thirty first on the thirty first January. That's five extra players. Yeah, we've yeah. got to select from. And uh, no, three, three of those three of those new signs. But obviously, two two two, two, are, two are players coming back, and maybe Tyler Blackett might not be. Too far away we're gonna be leaving out players from the yeah, match day squad which I don't I don't think we've done that all season and that's a luxury that Liam Richardson will, will probably look forward to.
3: Yeah I would imagine it probably is as well and it's quality players as well. It's not just you know people mm. making up the numbers obviously it's difficult to difficult to to be positive about that on the in terms of the new signings but you know certainly in terms of um, of, of Fergie and, uh, and Cam Humphreys, you know you've got two quality players there who will we'll certainly add something to the squad. I've no doubt the other three will as well. And um, so, so, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a position we could have been done, could have done with being in about three months ago, um, you know, and that is it, probably too late now, uh, arguably. But um, it's a good position to be in uh, if, like I say, a little late.
4: Yeah. The, the uh, Fergie and Cam for his joy are two players you don't want to rush them back, but they're really important to get back. Cam for his because of the obvious because he's Cam for and he's a brilliant player. But Shane Ferguson for his set piece ability and and his ability to cross the ball, unlike most others in the squad. So if you want to play Hugo, if you want to play White, if you want to play these players, you've got somebody who can actually put a good ball into the box, and then it just gives gives us another way to attack uh, attack the opposition. I think that's key to get Fergie back in uh, integrating back in the squad as soon as possible.
5: I think both need to be integrated in as soon as practicable. But like we say, they're coming back from long-term injuries. We yeah. can't rush them. Otherwise, that would just, just defeat the whole object of them being part of the squad. Um, yeah. Who was it to, who came back in the Premier League? Elise, wasn't it? You know, put him on for, what, 30 minutes and he's neck now for the rest of the season. So, you know, you've just got to be wary of, you know, what's what's their health situation is what their physicality is Mm. and not push them too much I mean this is the balancing act we've got to do I think going forward isn't it you know are we we in this position now we accepting what is likely to happen going forward and therefore planning for next season therefore where do Cam Humphreys and Shane Ferguson stand going forward contractually as well So, you know, I think there's lots of things to be considered and rather than just chucking them in at the deep end, as it were. So, um, and that's what Richardson gets paid for, isn't it?
4: Yeah. Um, Harry says, thing is with Fergie, he will play left wing back, which he isn't the best at better pushing up the pitch.
6: (laughs) Yeah.
4: I get that. I think that's right. The problem with Fergie for me, Tommy, is they just lacks the pace. I think everything else is brilliant. He's a really good defender. He can Mm. get forward. Um, mm. but he, like, he lacks that pace but I just think he's a better overall he's, he's a much better overall player than Cohen bramwell for an example Cameron's got the pace but Fergie mm. does everything else better than, than Cohen bramwell so I think from that point of view I think I think he's an upgrade in terms of how the overall team sort of functions if that makes sense
6: Yeah and not exactly like we're flying forward with numbers at this point is it anyway no. so it's yeah, he's, he's, a, yeah he's, he's obviously a good player a good set-piece taker good crosser of the ball good technique Etc. But it's, I agree. But he's, he's a better winger than he is a wing back, yeah. um, which you know you can means you can change the formation. Um, I can see that Femi being played as a right winger, maybe potentially. It's it's one of those where it's, um, it's a very defensive like four at the back where your yeah. wingers are essentially your four-backs backs i don't know there's many there's things you can do and and ways you can change the team now so there's no excuse on that front if we if you know if he does as taylor does and sticks to the same formation with no real um gumption behind it and no real you know nothing really behind it you know that 4 3 3 mm-hmm. or whatever it was, or 4 2 3 1 or whatever it was that taylor played and we just couldn't do anything with it mm. And it just it kept happening again and again and again. I think it drove a lot of fans insane. So if Richardson keeps doing this five at the back and <laughs> three holding midfielders in front of them, and you know one up top. It's going to get on a lot of fans' nerves really quickly. And um, I don't know. I think it's worth changing it about mm. relatively soonish and just trying something else. Mm. You're right. I'm coming
4: for his mix this is an interesting topic so he, he's got at least a year in his contract there, there's always a chance that he's got an extension clause very night it was paul one that signed him and paul one loved an extension clause um he falls into a very similar category to me as victor is that mm. this guy should not be playing in league one
0: no. now
4: what's going to work against cameron for staying the championship is his injuries for both yes. seasons that he's had fairly significant hamstring injuries in mm. two seasons now which is going to put some people off but at the same time, if he stays fit between now and May and has a storming season, we're potentially going to have to be looking at cashing in again, yeah. which is really frustrating, really, really frustrating. But then maybe something we should be doing because you want to cash in at the right time kind of thing.
3: Yeah, yeah, you're right. And and uh, the, the two players, the first two players on my list of players I don't want to leave are Victor and, and Cam Humphries. Um, but they are, the, but you know, speaking purely sort of, business point of view they're very valuable commodities Mm. and we're looking you know to to try and look at that brentford model of bringing players through buying them cheap and selling them selling them for a decent whack and and those two players are right up there in terms of the type of players that we should be bringing on progressing and selling Mm. Uh, um, so you you wouldn't begrudge you wouldn't expect i wouldn't expect victor nor priest to drop down to league one and play at that level um, yeah, like the point you make there, although as far as, uh, as far as Cam's concerned is, is this in this susceptibility to, to injury may possibly hinder his progression of the leagues. Good for you us though. Yeah, it'd be great for, well, it'd be great for us. I mean, that's, that's a bit, a bit harsh in it on, on him, but yeah, yeah. It, it, it'd be more likely that he would, he would have to remain at this level. Because of that, you know, people are not going to spend big money on a on a player who's who's out for fifty percent of every season, are they? So, um, or has a history of being out for long Mm -hmm. periods of seasons. So, yeah, that's a bit of a a bit of an issue potentially for him. It depends. It depends how how well he comes back um, and how he performs towards the end of the season. But yeah, in answer to your question, ultimately, if and when we get relegated. Those two, those two have to be, you know, players that are cashing on. Mm.
6: I'm sorry, I don't, I don't like it. Horrible! It's, like, eh? it's horrible. Yeah, it leaves a nasty taste in the mouth, and I don't like it. Do we need to? Though they're under contract, it's not like they're going anywhere. Yeah, but no, we, we, we can... gone.
3: Ultimately, we need to be, we need to be making money, don't we? We're not going to make money through the turnstiles. The only way we are going to bring significant sums play. into the club is, is by selling players. Mm. No, I agree. It's, yeah, it's not going to come from anywhere else. If you mm. get away
4: selling one, selling Victor, for example, and funding a new contract for Cam. That's maybe a better way of doing it. Again, you you're then relying on being able to come in come on for, the same to stay in League One for a season or two. Um, yeah. but that's 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 the way that the Brentford and other clubs do it. You you sell one player to fund, keep keeping two, plus bringing another one in, or whatever mm. Um, that's a conversation for probably August, to be honest with you. <laughs> um, we've got a comment Shelley says at least Matt Taylor tried a few different formations and mixed it up when we went behind Liam Richardson is one depth and it's genuinely boring he plays the same way he'll play the same way next season Joy, that's fair-ish I think the Liverpool has tried a couple of formations um, but at the same time he's still playing with toys that aren't his so he's still trying to understand them he's trying to understand what works He's trying to not get battered. You know, if, if if last week he changed it up at 2-0 and really went for it, we could have lost four and five nil to Southampton because that's the type of team Southampton are. Just as an example. Um, so he's we as fans are almost right in the season off. Now, for Liam, for Liam Richardson, even if he thinks we're down, there's still a lot of important information he can get between now and May for the players he's working with. So he's I think that's why he's He's got a method. He wants to stick to it and he wants to try and build that. For me, that's how I see it. Uh, how do you see Mr. Richardson's set up so far?
5: Well, I agree. It's boring, uh, but <laughs> it needs us must, isn't it? You know, We're, we're a very um, limited side in our abilities and skill set, I would suggest. Uh, and we haven't got the you know uh, players to knock it about, you know, Alice, Southampton, etc. So, you know, it's fitting round pegs in round holes for a start which is what he's doing now which perhaps mr taylor didn't do as much um for us as fans and that's the key thing as fans it's it's not entertaining it's 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 watching paint dry is probably more interesting <laughs> on occasions but you've got to be, bear in mind Based about the previous discussion we just had about co- players under contract, etc. This team that is here now, this moment, will not be any way similar when we kick off in August, mm. in any way, shape, or form. Whether Cam goes or Victor goes for the pounds, shillings, and pence, uh, Rathburn goes, or Doffin, maybe who knows? I mean, we don't know who's got the extra years mm. uh, added contract uh, built into their contracts. Rathbun hasn't because he's already in his, isn't he? So, no, he has got extension. Rathbun, he has
4: got under
5: the year, you know. So, the team that Richardson has in August is not going to look anything like the team that he has on the pitch or the players that he has at his disposal at present. I Mm. think at the moment it's been pragmatic, so Mm. we don't get hammered every week. That you know, it looks like that we are putting you know, up a fight when we all watch on a regular basis (laughs) and see the gaping holes and, you know, the fact that it is lacking in entertainment for an entertainment's business. So Mm
2: -hmm.
5: I think we've touched on the fact that, you know, this season is gone unless something miraculous happens, a la Warnock, but he's gone to Aberdeen (laughs) now anyway. So. You Know there we are, that's that's it. <laughs> uh, you know, I hate to sound pessimistic when my name's Joy, uh, but
6: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we've watched. No, I movies. honestly
5: thought that last week, with our colleagues down the road being hammered, mm. that was the nail in the coffin for us, to be honest.
4: <laughs> yeah, I agree, sadly, yeah. agree, but you never know. Just, this, this is the thing with football isn't it? it's one of those that we all know we're probably really good but when you're laying in bed and you're trying to get to sleep and it's like half twelve one o'clock in the morning and your brain goes there's still a chance you know we might win. <laughs> we might beat Ipswich and then we'll be six points it would be great but we all know we're right, sit down uh, but yeah that's <laughs> but that's been a football it's fan it's the hope that really? kills
5: you Matt it's the hope <laughs> that kills you always
4: it's, as a fan yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly exactly um, Nathan Crabtree says we really can't do much with the squad. All three managers have played the played a similar way. Sam Davis mm-hmm. says on, on next season you could see a twenty plus players uh, chain a uh, turnover. I think he means for next season wouldn't surprise me to be honest with you. Um, Shelley says when we're losing two 0 what's the harm in trying something else? Put them extra midfield, move Hacks forward. I think Tom and again I'm, we're also, I'm trying to guess for Liam Richardson here is that he's trying to build. Some confidence back up into these players because yeah. they're, they're on, they have been and they are on the floor. Yeah, I think he's trying to build them up and try and convince them that they are decent footballers because it, mm. it looks like someone are questioning whether they actually think they are. Yeah, and I yeah. think to lose two Southampton's not a terrible result. they are a brilliant team, so two nil is not a terrible result. Losing mm. five nil to anybody just takes anything that he's built up in the last two weeks, it just shreds it all to the floor. So, to yeah, defend yeah, yeah. Them, I think that's the plan of just trying to. Build them up a little bit, at least.
6: Yeah, yeah, no, it's yeah, it's a it's a confidence thing. When people are on, when people are confident, they play better, and it's mm. it's a simple psychology. Um, and and as much as any fan, any player might like to say, "Oh no, look, we're still fighting." You know, they you, all it takes is to look at the table and see three wins and think, "Well," and one of the lowest point tallies that there's ever been in the championship, and think, "Well, are we actually worth it?" And all this, that, and the other. So, the confidence is obviously a major thing, but it's yeah it's a, it's a tough it's a tough gig because you you can argue yeah put an extra man in midfield or, or or do this and do that but at the end of the day we we didn't have the players for a start and we're not we, you know we weren't good enough as well this formation isn't a bad formation per se Warren used it in league 1 and it was fast attacking wing play and you know it was good to watch and it's yeah it's 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 just tough at the minute. Um, obviously, everyone likes to argue or let's see what happens when he gets his own players in, but it's not going to happen. She's got to make do. Um, I think losing Hacks was the biggest thing for us mm-hmm. from midfield because we just don't have a presence anymore going forward from box to box regions.
1: Uh,
6: yeah, it's yeah, it's 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 a tough it's a tough. <laughs> For anyone, really, in it, it's it's a horrible, horrible place to be. <laughs> as a as a fan, you hate it. So as a so as a player, you must despise it. Surely, you you are going out there and getting battered, or you get, or you're sitting back for ninety minutes without the ball, and you do the dirty work, and you come out out of it with no result. You know, you've worked hardest than you've ever worked in your whole career, and you come out of it with nothing. It must be demoralising as anything, I and mean, it's, it's it's tough for anyone to take. Yeah, absolutely. I completely.
2: There's nothing quite like a McDelivery at participating restaurants. 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. I agree. Let's move on to what to expect Saturday, mate. Because we played Leeds for three months ago, whatever it was, at New York
4: Stadium, picked up a one-one draw. Well, spells in that game where we were on top, yeah. um, but there were also spells in that game where Leeds, if they'd have, if they'd have been a little clinical, they could have won three, could have been three or four one up by half time, if we include Hax's goal. Um, so. This is a proper team we're playing against. You know, this is a team that on their day are the best team in the league, on their day are a Premier League team. But we've shown that they are get Um, uh, <laughs> But their home record's frightening to be honest. They're unbeaten so far this season. I think the only team that's unbeaten at home so far this season. So
2: mm.
4: do you see any way, any way at all that we get something out of this game? Realistically, bearing in mind the, the, the opposite performance where we did pick up a point and we could have won, do you see a way out of this this game?
3: Yeah, I, I went on for that question. I went on for an answer for that question right up until you used the word realistically. And then, <laughs> then, then that just, <laughs> I thought, I'm going to be positive. Yeah, I'm going to be positive. And then then you said realistically. <laughs> um, realistically, no, I can't see it's getting anything out of the game because of all the things that you've just said there, you know. Um, but on the flip side of it, what you also said is that they are gettable. You know, they're not prime Barcelona. They're not even prime Southampton. If they were, <laughs> they'd be above them. Um, so, but their home record is excellent. Our away record is worse than dire. Um, <laughs> so, you know, the, everything suggests that it's going to be a walkover for Leeds. Everything suggests that. Um, I suspect the players have a different view. The Rotherham United players have a different view of that. Um, and it's whether or not they can last 90 minutes with that same view and and yeah. and say so they can grab something from the game. Um, as you, as you said earlier on, as we as we talked about earlier on, nothing is impossible, nothing at all. It's not beyond the realms, completely beyond the realms of possible possibility that we we're going to come away with something tomorrow uh, on Saturday. It's so so unlikely, but mm. you know, it could happen. Um I, I I I can't I can't <laughs> go any better than that, <laughs> much <laughs> as I'd like to. Uh,
4: the, the, that, that's as good as it gets in it. Yeah, we've become a podcast of hoping that something happens rather yeah. than thinking yeah. about how it could. Matt um, says, "At the end of the day, the stem Street has ch- has stepped up a notch or two. We haven't, and since we survived just last season, it's no real surprise we are where we are." Mm. Yeah, quite possibly. In fact, that's probably 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 true. Uh, Shelley says we should have number and Wyke up front. At least have a fighting chance. Joy. Yeah, that's great. That's all well and good. But if you take that man out of midfield, because we had we had the four man essentially four man central midfield last week, they could rip you apart during during that really. It's such a balancing act that Rooney's got to take. That he's got to take a risk because we're twelve points adrift. We've got to we've got to try and win some games. But if you step up against Leeds and and they hit you'll be, you'll be, knocked, knocked, they'll be knocking us out clean sadly and that, that's the balance that he's got he's to got way up
6: mm.
5: But he's not changed has he since he's no. came, uh, since mm. he's arrived is just this pragmatic approach playing this one up front, doesn't matter who we've played it seems to be that's what he's decided the uh, playing group that we have at the moment are best suited to doing on the pitch, like we said it's not Pulling any trees up, as far as we're concerned, it's just shored up the defensive attributes of the team. We're not winning because we, we we've got no nothing at the top of the end of the field. Like we've touched on the fact that Hacks, our best box to box midfielder, is playing in defence, means we're on the back foot before we start. Mm-hmm. So I can't see there be much change tomorrow from how it was last how we set up last week against Southampton maybe we get more flexibility with our substitutions mm. um dependent on how it, the match pans out uh, we probably will see nombe and wike uh, at some point in the game maybe eve's because eve seems to be the go-to sub at the moment mm. and has been since richardson arrived um defensively I- I mean, Bramall's not there, but Revan is fine, um, uh, and Peltier on the other side. They seem to have shored up the defence reasonably well. Morrison has been playing really well, let's be honest. Mm. Um, Chioso had a good game. I mean, again, Chioso is somebody that could be pushed further up the field rather than mm. played as a defence, more of a wing-back type player. But I don't know. I, I agree with me we're on a bit of a hide into nothing, aren't we? If we look right. like we've got a, a squeak in the game and he changes it, then we're likely to get hammered, aren't we? Mm-hmm. Um,
1: mm-hmm. It, it's,
5: it, you know, it's, it's a difficult situation he finds himself in, but pragmatically speaking, I can't see that Richardson is going to change the formation at all tomorrow. No, I think we'll I be agree. going out with one up front, five at the back and mm. the rest in the middle.
4: I think that's fair enough to be honest with you. With our away record as it, it is and the opposition you are coming up against, I don't have a problem with that. If we were going away to Sheffield Wednesday or Watford or something like that, then I might expect something a little bit different. I can accept shutting up shop against Leeds and Leicester and Southampton teams like that. I, 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 as me, I can I
6: can accept that. Um, yeah, the so- only Chris, well I was, the only criticism I may have is it. This is, in all accounts, a Premier League team versus a League One team, and say, for example, this was a cup draw, would you not want to go for it? Do you not want to treat every game like a cup draw now?
4: I... You have, you've got to stay in game, are not you? There's no, if, as, as we saw against Fulham, you've got to stay in the game. Yeah. And we had a chance at the very, very end to almost equalise against Fulham. So from that point of view, that almost worked.
6: Yeah, OK, I see that.
4: Uh, but but then again, we could lose 5-0. It wouldn't yeah. surprise anybody. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Hugo came for a lot stick on Saturday, Tom, and rightly so because I thought I think it had a really really poor game against Southampton. But in the away games, I'm just thinking Middlesbrough. I thought he did a really really good job of giving us that platform. It was I don't know whether he's better away from home or home. I I, I don't know, but I thought it was really really good against Middlesbrough, where I thought he really struggled against Southampton. What do you want to see? Who, if there is one striker, who's your one striker?
6: Not him. Okay. I, <laughs> I, 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 he's fine he's not a, he's not a championship striker he's not a goal scorer he doesn't hold it up as well as you'd hope he does not play well by himself with two up top he's fine by himself he's not good you either want you either want someone bigger like eves to hold it up more or why. i don't know what white's like i assume he's a similar target man thing hugo's smaller 6 what five eleven, six foot. he's a big you know, big bloke, but he's not a not a tall guy. He's not gonna it's not gonna stick to him and he's not gonna challenge for headers necessarily. He's and he's not a goal scorer. I'd I'd rather start Eves over him if you're playing one up top or Nombe because he's got pace for to go in behind and wins his fair share of headers. I just don't see what he offers anymore. I've I've given him the benefit of the doubt for ages, but I think even against Borough, I think he had an average game and everyone's saying he had a good game because that's the level that you expect from him now is he did. Mm-hmm. He did. He was fine. He got a good. Ass, he got a, a good pass for the assist. But he was like, he didn't do anything mind boggling. He didn't do anything out of this world. It was, I don't know. It's um, it was it was different. Um, mm. yeah. It's we just need a different player up there. He's 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 had his time now to to take the reins of this team and and the forward line, and he's not done it. And it's time to give it to someone else. I'm not saying he's been absolutely dire, because mm. everyone on the pitch has at points of the season, but he's not been a platform consistently enough for me to to justify a a, a starting starting eleven. Fair enough, make
4: Ojugo. Personally, I'd get number. I'd get number. You've got for me. You've got to have legs up there again because yeah. Leeds are a really high line, so you need somebody to run in behind it when the opportunity presents. But he does lack that physicality, which is. Nombé's downside.
3: Yeah, He's, he's, he's reasonably physical, Nombé, and he's, he's quick enough to get him behind. Um, just just on about Jordan Hugel there, I think that the issue for, for Jordan Hugel is he's, he's not been intelligent enough this season. He's not mm. he's not understood his surroundings. And, and, I, and I still think he, he can't understand why the tactics he's used at other clubs don't work here. Mm. And I don't think he's grasped that whether he understands why they don't is irrelevant, really. What he needs to understand is the fact that they don't. Mm. Um, and, and and you know he's had a season a bit, is it
4: a season a bit, season now? Well, well it's a season now basically. Was well, a whole season, into
3: now, Yeah. Um, to to, to realise that that's not working, and yet he, he continues to try to uh, to to win the fouls, win the free kicks, etc. etc. Which he would have probably got elsewhere, but he ain't getting them here. Um, so he needs to be more intelligent. He needs to understand that, work that out, um, and 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 alter his game because he has got. The ability, but, you know, it, it, yeah, I, I wouldn't start with him. I'd, I'd start with Nombé up front because, as you say, he's got the pace to get him behind. If they want to play a high line, that's fine, brilliant, absolutely fantastic. That, that will suit Nombé down to the ground. Um, and with a bit of luck, you can get Klukas or Caffo in support of him. And uh, and it might, potentially might, cause them a few problems or certainly give them something to think about, Um and, and again, that you know, the the Daniel Farker side, aren't they? they? They like to pass it around between back four, back five, whatever it is they play. Um, and, and they will make mistakes because they all do. Mm. You need somebody who's going to be able to capitalise on them. And and Southampton did it. Southampton made loads of mistakes at the back. Well, I yeah. said loads. They made a, quite a number of mistakes at the back in that, that back line. Uh, John Hugel's not got the pace to capitalise on that. Uh, Leeds will do the same. Um, so we need somebody up there who's going to be able to do it and Numbi I think is probably the right man for it.
6: But he's he's not a goal scorer either, that chance, the, the, probably the one chance I can remember the entire game where Kyoso fired it in and he got in front of his man yeah. and put it over from inside the box,
2: Yeah, you get
6: you get opportunities like that, you reckon Georgie missed I know he's gone now but you reckon he puts it Georgia over? Georgie
3: misses that every day of the week
6: Yeah and and it's not even a question, It's it's he's not a finisher and his, his overall game outside the box needs to be better to justify a start. And because it's not at the minute, he doesn't justify a start. So why? Mm-hmm. I don't understand why he still starts. If he starts tomorrow, I'd be really surprised. and a little bit upset. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be so I I you know, I'm not weeping, but,
4: <laughs> you know. I, I think it'll, I think he'll. I think he'll start tomorrow. I don't. I I, I want to start. I think. No, Joy, just finish off on the strikers conversation. What would you do? There's always Eves or somebody's put here. Shelley says there's always Wyke. Would you give Wyke a run out tomorrow? Uh, I don't That's think he's going
6: start. You give him a run out. I don't think he's starting. What do you reckon, Joy?
5: We might see him tomorrow. I don't think he'll start. <laughs> I honestly think the starting uh, eleven that started against Southampton are likely to start tomorrow. Sorry, Tom, but I think it will be Mm Hugel. And and then, like I said, he'll use the bench dependent on how the game pans out.
4: Mm. I think you're right. I think you're right. We might
5: see, you know, Rimanota as well. We might see Siriki again, and we Mm. might see Wyke. We mm. Might see Cam, we might see Fergie. I don't think we will, but no, with Cam right. and Fergie. But definitely, we will definitely see possibly the three low knees.
6: Mm.
4: Or I wonder if it's a silly game to risk people like Cam Umphrey and Fergie. In. It's mm. not, it's one of those where it's not our fight but you don't want to lose the game. But if you bring him in against Leeds, what's what have you gain from that, really, when you have probably going to lose 3 0 anyway? Um. Mm. Manuel says on last week, stay in the game that we played five at the back at Southampton and we're out of three minutes. Out of it due to a. We, we went out of it because we went at back. We were out of it because of a stupid defensive issue for a set piece. Um, I wouldn't say so foul back contributed to the early goal. <laughs> it did to the, it is the second goal.
3: I mean, you could argue if you were going to put that reasonably, relatively simple chance in the way, we weren't out of the game either. Well, no, exactly. You know, and and, and I, I don't, I don't, I, I personally don't subscribe to that point of view. You know, and and these teams that we're playing against will make mistakes. They will make mistakes. They do it all the time. We are not capitalising on that, and that's got nothing to do with how many we're playing at the back. Um, it's to do with the the pace we've got up front, and and how how slash if we actually employ any sort of press. Um, you know, and and that's what you, in my view, in my Limited knowledge of football. When you've got teams that are going to be playing the ball about like these lot do, mm. um, you have to be effective and press. You can't sit back and let them try and pick passes out and make the runs from deep, which is what what Southampton did. Um, had we pressed effectively, that that second goal wouldn't the ball wouldn't have even got through there. Um, but but anyway, um, yeah. I, I, for me, I don't I don't. I don't necessarily agree with that, but it's about opinions, isn't it? Yeah, you know?
4: um, Let's do a ref watch. We have a Madley, not Bobby. <laughs> um, this is Andy Madley, Bobby's brother, uh, that, is, uh, that is refereeing us. Um, we haven't won under Andy Madley. What four losses, three losses, three draws in his refereeing. Last, last referee he does in COVID uh, when we are home lost to Luton Town in 2020. Uh, he is a Huddersfield fan, apparently. Take from that what you want. Um, I don't know if that means anything, it probably doesn't, but you know, we've <laughs> got to, if Leeds lose tomorrow, they've got to have something to cling on to. And the fact is, a big Oldersfield fan, they can have that, can't they? Yeah, they'll, um, they'll be able to use that one, won't they? Yeah, uh, is he another Premier League referee? It's very, so, highly, very highly thought of.
3: How can we, how can we suddenly get in all a, a glut of Premier League referees? Is it because the opposition we're playing? We're playing Premier League teams, essentially, aren't we? That's why. Mm-hmm. Why do they get the Premier League referees and sort of rob them Sheffield Wednesday? Don't, you know, just asking. Is He's a it European,
4: night. he's done the Conference League, a couple of Conference League games and Champions League games this season. Yeah. <laughs>
6: you you say that, Nick, but have you seen Anthony Taylor? He's absolutely woeful. <laughs> <laughs> if we had Anthony Taylor do one of our games, I'd, oh, God, it'd be horrific.
4: Um, on refereeing... We may as well cover this off because it's a good chance for me to get annoyed. Uh, I don't know if anybody's seen this week the blue card initiative idea <laughs> plan that is set to be trialed next season, potentially in the FA Cup, is where they're supposedly going to trial this first. This is supposedly for dissent and something else, weren't it? Descent and. Do we yeah, know? Yeah, cynical fouls. fouls. Cynical fouls. Oh, yeah. Uh, so it's essentially a sin bin um, situation. Um, Mick. Referees have hundreds of decisions to make. Game, possibly even more than that. Possibly thousands of decisions, even minute decisions to make. It's a really good idea to give them an extra decision to make. Um, you know, they get all the big ones right, so let's give them some more decisions to make as well. You, what are your thoughts on the potential blue card?
3: Williams and goalkeeper just show some dissent.
4: I don't know. Good question. That's a great question. I don't know. Can you bring sub on temporarily?
3: What what happens, what should happen now if players show dissent a la... The, which game was it when they got... Were it Ayala they got sent off? It was. It was Ayala they got sent off. Yes. In Bristol City. Four or five players screaming the referee's face. What should happen? They should all get yellow cards. They don't. So who's going to get a blue one? What, the colour of the card is irrelevant. You know? It, it, it's... Yeah, it's just tinkering around the edges with 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 problems, isn't it? You know, if a player commits cynical foul, against get a yellow card. If it's cynical yeah. enough, and depending on where it is it on the pitch, it's a red card. You know, I, I don't know. I don't. I don't know what they're trying to do. Try, and try to simplify the rules a bit, a little bit, make it easy for the referees to implement. Mm. Because all you're going to do is you're you just bringing in another way that. The, the the rules can be interpreted differently by different people, on different occasions. So it's just another complication, and and it doesn't seem doesn't seem to make any sense to me whatsoever. It's just it's just like a bit of a PR exercise. I might be uh, wrong.
4: Harry says apparently it's been put on the back burner. Yeah, I don't think FIFA are happy with it. So I I if I were the, the rule makers, if I've ever said that they've approved the trial, I don't think FIFA are particularly happy with it. Um, I think it works at grassroots. But here, it's, it's worked in the lower leagues. I think at, and local. I think at grassroots level, I think it's good joy because it's it's, it's, it's a different game. And I don't. I, I'm not convinced. It's not needed at top level. I don't think a sin bin is needed at top level football. I, I don't. I don't really get the incentive to do it at this level.
5: Well, they don't use the yellows and reds. Appropriately or effectively, do they? So, what would a blue do? I can see probably at the lower level grassroots where you're actually, you know, chatting to the lads on the, Mm. you know, on the playing fields and saying, come on, mate, one more, you know. And I can't Mm. imagine you're doing that to, you know, Man City v Liverpool. Can you coming out with a blue card for Salah, mouthing off or summer or (laughs) Nunes? Because he's very, very. Mm-hmm. Uh, Latin in his uh, behaviour, isn't he? So, um, it wouldn't work, would it? Let's be right. No. And they can't do yellows and reds, so they're not going to be able to do blues as well. And what happens if you're blind?
4: <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, like Nick says, Tom, it's another another area to be inconsistent with, another way mm-hmm. that fans can be upset, another way is ref can make mistakes... Um, there's bigger issues in football. You just simplify the offside rule, simplify the handball rule, sort of VAR. Mm-hmm. Bringing in a new rule doesn't really, it doesn't feel like that right time at all to me.
6: No, um, it's not a bad idea. It's to stop descent and to tell people, oh, if you get descent, then you're off for 10 minutes. It's not a bad idea. But like you said, Mick, it's um, what happens if the keeper. Descents. Do you have to put someone in net for ten minutes? And that just completely ruins the balance of the game. And like working it in Sunday League is because to them it matters, but it doesn't. You know, it doesn't matter to hundreds of thousands of fans across the country. You know, if if City and like you said, Joe, if City and Liverpool are playing, and I don't know, Trent mouths off at the ref, and suddenly Liverpool don't have a right back for ten minutes. City, you're going to punish that and put two past them. It, you know, it's it's it can be a big difference with rugby. You've got 15 players and 14. You know, it's for for 10 minutes. It's not the worst thing. Slower in as well, isn't it? It's, it? Yeah, yeah, this is much slower. It's, it's it think... isn't the worst thing in the world playing with one less in rugby than it is mm. in football. That's the only yeah. difference that you have to say.
3: I think in terms of rugby as well. And I'll stand corrected on this. I don't. I mean, I don't fully understand it. So this is this is going to sound like I'm contradicting myself there, but. I don't fully understand the, the 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 rules of the game in rugby. However, the way that the referees explain the rules of the game, it, they seem to be far far more black and white, yeah. rather than rather than what we what what the, the 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 laws of football have morphed into over the last few years. Which just you know that they, they, they are it's almost as if they're written by lawyers, you know they're they, they're so they're they're so complex. Whereas in, in rugby, it seems to be a bit more straightforward so that I can see why it would work there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and I, I, I'll be honest with you, I ain't got a problem with the Simbin idea per se. Okay. I, I don't necessarily have an issue with that. Drop a drop a team down to 10 men for 10 minutes. Not an issue. It, it's the, the, the issue is, is what for? Mm. Whether what it's for in game one, when the same thing happens in game two, is that going to be? Is it going to be implemented in the same way? You know, uh, and and it, and it's highly, highly unlikely to happen because yellow and red cards aren't consistent across games, mm-hmm. and they're not yes. consistent across games because the rules or laws um, are so complex and mm-hmm. so open to interpretation that you just you, you just yeah you just see to be. I mean, Mike put it in the in the in the comments there. You know, the laws of the game in football are and will continue to be in the opinion of the referee. Mm. Bringing an opinion into it straight away, you, 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 you're losing consistency. It either is or it isn't. Mm. Um, and and the more of that you can bring into the game, the easier it's going to be to officiate and the easier it's going to be for fans to understand why decisions are made.
2: Mm.
4: Yeah. 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 Let's see. Let's see what happens. I mean, it's not the first time. They tried bringing in the dissent rule, didn't they, back in the day when the... If you if you descended, you, the opposition got a free kick and it was brought ten yards forward. If you descended, it got moved ten yards back. Um, mm. There's been a few other ideas. Um, just use the yellow cards. You know what I mean? If if yeah. but, but it's the consistency that's the issue. As we say, a million times a season. Um, <laughs> when are talking referees and elsewhere. But anyway, let's do some predictions to finish off. Um, Mick, to so one to the Millers. Yes, indeed you think we're going to score two even if we, we, we might win tomorrow if we win we're not winning 2-1 away. we I, uh,
3: at least I'm not predicting we're going to keep a clean sheet <laughs>
4: alright fair enough fair enough. <laughs> fair, fair. Uh, Tom
6: I'm going to go with the supercomputer so I'm one going to nil. say 1-0 Rotherham win
4: we <laughs> have got two Rotherham wins we've spent 57 minutes right talking <laughs> about how we're going to lose there's no way in a million years Rotherham <laughs> we're going to win this game Yes, we... Prediction wins.
6: Okay. The supercomputer doesn't lie. <laughs> it's said 4 oh. 3 to Bristol City, who will get it in whoever they're playing. Fair enough. Enough. <laughs> I hope I hope all of them happen tomorrow.
4: <laughs> uh, Joy, Rotherham win? Yep.
5: Nope.
4: <laughs> <There. laughs> I'm you
5: basing reckon? it on their midweek game against Plymouth, and they won 4 1, didn't they? With oh, yeah. half the team missing. Oh. And then True. they put them all on in extra time, and they all scored, didn't they? <laughs> so three nil leads.
4: Three nil leads. <sighs> yeah, I can't. I can't really. I'm gonna go two nil leads. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
6: no, they're gonna be shattered. They're gonna be shattered from playing extra time. Yeah. yeah. Now they it's went like, down
5: in an aeroplane. They were back in airport. there and back in five hours. You know. <laughs> The millionaires aren't they, these lads. They play for was it Chrysencio plays for Holland?
1: You know, yeah. he only
5: did what 15, 20 minutes, didn't he? Scored one, made one. The other one that came on scored one, made one. They only had 20 minutes, didn't they?
6: Uh, yeah, yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> they still had <have> to go. <laughs> yeah,
3: charging forty five pound a ticket that can go on an airplane, can't they?
4: Yeah. <laughs> Um Craig Miller says, can tomorrow be the day we kickstart our season? Hope we just hope we give it a good go. Uh yeah, yeah. let's hope so. Um Tobias, ever the optimist, says we're gonna win one <laughs> nil with Klukas in the 74th minute.
3: He's, he's um, only putting it because he thinks his son's gonna keep his clean sheet.
4: <laughs> <laughs> it's 10 you o'clock in Sweden. Him, you have to pay him a bonus if he keeps a clean sheet. <laughs> I just imagine it's 10 o'clock in Sweden how much beer is Tobias will have had tonight. So that's oh, yeah, probably yeah, yeah. positive. <laughs> Um, Jason Nick Gaming says 2 0 to Leeds. Harry says 0 1. The odds are against us. Golden five minutes and everybody behind the ball. <laughs> um, Nickel Juice says 1 0 to Rotherham. Uh, Harry says 4 0 to Leeds. Steve Gunness says 2 1, as does as Harry. 2 1 to Leeds. Not copying Mick. Mike Miller says he's learned his lesson from Sat last Saturday when he predicted, uh, predicted us to win. Stupid me. Absolutely no chance. It's just the margin of defeat for him. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, as always. With the away games, we on Sunday, back on Sunday night, find a positive, happy, funny moment <laughs> on <from> Saturday. <laughs> just something we can cling on to. Because if we're going to lose 4 0, whatever it's going to be, just find something you can grab onto. I've got one already. Go on. I've got one already. At least two more thousand
3: people from Leeds are having to pay 45 quid to go watch this game. That's got to be a positive. Yeah.
4: That's funny. Yeah, yeah. That is funny. I like that. Um, yeah, anything you can get doesn't have to be football related, just during the game or post game, just shortly after the game. Something happy that we can uh pin our season on, to be honest with you. <laughs> Although, you never know, we might win, you never know. Uh, we won't, uh, we won't. Um, make sure you check out the scan report that was L- the the LS11 podcast that's out on the YouTube channel. Do subscribe back to normal schedule next week. Mix not letting us down next week, so why <laughs> <that's-> <laughs> Live well, on Sunday for the review of the Leeds game We're playing midweek next week There's two games next week So Tuesday night we're at home to Hull Ooh. So there's that to get another game for us I mean, competing. <laughs> Um That'll be next week Well, I'll try to get another scouting report done for the Hull City game as well And then there's back-to-back home games With Watford next Saturday So usual schedule back from next week All being well Anything else guys we need to mention tonight That we haven't done so already Not for me No Pigs are winning though aren't they
6: Sadly. Yeah, yeah
4: they're not playing well though. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully Birmingham. I know John Rell's not in the comments tonight. If it, but if you watch this back, John, and you've lost, just don't watch it anymore. we are unfriends <laughs> un with you. Um please make sure you subscribe on YouTube and iTunes Spotify, whichever one you're watching or listening on. Uh, give us a five star in iTunes Spotify if you can do as well. Mick, thank you very much for being tonight with us. Being with very us too. You're very welcome. Thank you. Enjoy, thank you very much. It's always fun.
5: Yeah, thank you for having me.
4: And Tom, as always, mate, thank you very much.
6: Yeah, always fun.
4: Real. thank you, everybody. Keep being happy. Up the <laughs> Millers. It'll be fine.
2: We'll see you soon.
5: <laughs> <Really> <laughs>
0: nice. Cheers. It's a wild, wild through a goal. Slossy for beyond Bodringer. And the Millers are in front of the South Yorkshire derby. And for the first time in 42 yes. years, yes. Rotherham United win at Bramall Lane. On the edge of the box a Duffin, he can hit them, and he does. Oh! No! dolphin! Oh, fantastic. an absolute screamer for Rotherham United. Rotherham United have secured their championship status for next season. Do me a favour, drop me
2: off in Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's.